Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves, that, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Congratulations, everybody. You made it to Friday. Great job, everybody. Happy Friday. Welcome into Old School on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am Rico, joined by Jay Foreman, the Husker Hall of Famer. DP, after celebrating his 60th birthday on the air, decided to head down to Texas for some UFC fun, some UFC events going on down in Texas. So he uh, took off, I believe, yesterday. He should be down down there today. We might hear from him. We might not. Who knows? I believe the official weigh-in is today. He's going to that as well. But this is Old School, sponsored by Sand Hills Global. Sand Hills Global has hundreds of job opportunities and internships. Their global headquarters here in Lincoln. Head to sandhills.jobs today and apply. Again, that's hundreds of job opportunities and internships. Go to sandhills.jobs and apply today. Join in on our conversations, 402-464-5685, Honda Lincoln Hotline, Sarder Heyman Text Line. And Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, the Sarter Heyman Jewelers live video stream. Camp has officially begun yesterday. Yesterday? Right. Yeah, yesterday. Two days ago. This is the third practice today. Right. Two days ago. Mr. Jay Foreman, you went through many a beginning of football season. What is going through these guys' heads right now? Oh, well, they're trying to uh, – I mean, it's – they're trying to. I mean, they're focused on the first game, I assume. So it's every day is a, is a a battle, but it's it's you got to welcome the competition. So they're you know they're assessing themselves, assessing where they're at, assessing the team. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in your brain right now. Um, but ultimately, you're playing football, so you know you're trying to win a spot, secure a spot, um, and you know obviously you want to move forward to the most important thing, which is uh, beat Northwestern. So it's a unique year in the sense of in the sense of there's so much competition. So there's tons of competition out there. Um, and people just view, it's always people view competition like either you win the starting spot or you sit on the bench, mm-hmm. you know, ideally you'd be like, okay, you got a starter, but there's somebody else that pushed them enough. That's going to, you know, the end that you can rely on and you trust that's going to at least be able to play, you know, a series every, you know, three series you know, every four series, you know, mm-hmm. so they, you know, the starter would go two or three series, then you get in. I mean, heck, we did that even when I played. So um, that's how you build depth. But then now that's also how you have, like, uh, you know, guys that are continue to push each other. Now you don't hand out playing time like it's candy on Halloween, but um, you like to think that people, you know, took the opportunity to embrace the uh, the competition and then uh, had a good summer and then obviously continue on the fall camp. So it's, I mean, it's a mix of a lot of things, but I think that, uh, you know, they got the right staff and kids that can, you know, get it done and, and embrace it, you know, and, and, uh, move forward. I mean, you know, realistically the guys in the locker room always know who's good and who's not. So I'm assuming 
you know, coming out of spring, you know, guys kind of could say, oh, I could see Rico here, Jay's here. Mm-hmm. Jay's had a, Jay had a really good spring. He served. Now, granted, you had some transfers come in. You know, Oshan came in, I think, after spring. Um, <clears throat> you got Wynn and all these guys. So those are a little different. So they're kind of, you know, starting a little bit, you know, at a different spot. Yeah. But you'd like to assume, you know, both of obviously, you know, especially with O'Shawn has been, you know, very productive at TCU and then when played, you know, down Alabama and played some and played in big games that they're going to come in and, 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 you know, grab a hold of some spots and a ton of playing time. So, you, again, you can still forecast a little bit. But also there's guys that maybe aren't forecasted to be the starters that are still forecasting and, and, and competing for the second and third roles because – the second and third roles and the starters are all combined into who's starting and playing and being a um, significant contributor on special teams. So I don't know what, so if, uh, I don't know the rules and I'm assuming since this is a road game mm-hmm. that you only can bring your road roster, right? So it's not a bowl game when everybody goes, but I think it's a, you know, road game. So then if that's the case, then the roster itself gets trimmed on who makes the trip. So if you're in a, in a room to say receiver room or running back room, right? DB room, corners and in safeties. Yeah. And there's four guys going for a spot, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, or just say if it's you know two receiver spots, just say it's six to eight. You know, after the starters, you know the competition gets kind of weird because you could be the number two, I don't know, safety, but you're third team special teams and I can then here I am behind you whether I'm just a young buck I end up traveling and maybe not this game but if I start to close the gap on the field Mm -hmm. and I'm still and I'm better than you on special teams then you're sitting at home so I mean there's competition from top to bottom and that's a good I mean the coaches should I mean I'm assuming they like it because you know when they're saying you know every day matters it does matter um, it matters to them. It matters to the players. It matters it matters to the uh, outcome of the season. So, uh, you know, I think it's a good thing. But there, you know, there's a lot of angst in there. I mean, every year, even like when I was secure in my, you know, what you know, I could do. Still, you want, you always, you know, you're not questioning, questioning, but you want to make sure you see the improvements that you were trying to put in in the off season mm-hmm. on the field. That was gonna be my next. Like, what's the difference between? knowing you're you're secured going into camp and and knowing that you've got a battle ahead of you trying to either keep that spot or get up into that spot i never really took it that way i mean granted i had the confidence and my confidence came from the work yeah i knew i'd outworked everybody i knew i was better than everybody but i knew that they wanted to dip into my playing time so that's why i felt so strongly of i earned it i want it um not entitled and i earned it so you always, I mean, we, I mean, you know, you had guys that, that, you know, behind you that if the light clicks that, you know, they could step up. So you never want to miss a rep just because you're not only competing with say, you know, me and you in competition, but you're competing against yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to look at the, at the tape and, and think like, man, you know, I was slow last year. You, you want to hate watching yourself on tape because you want to see improvement. So there's a lot of things, you know, as far as competition and motivation when you show up to camp versus, you know, say like I'm going to, you know, my junior year or going to my senior year versus going to 
you know, freshman year after being a red shirt. It's, it is different because when I started as a freshman after a red shirt, you know, I kind of won the position when we kind of everything was open in spring, continued through the summer, good fall camp. You know, you, you know, you spend the first, you know, three or four games of the season just trying to not, you know, just trying to make the plays you're supposed to make and not make, uh, not mess up. But when the light goes on that you're, you know, do your job and then go play football, then that's what kind of makes the defense better. And I was, I was in a good position where we had a lot of established players around me, you know, so I was a young guy, so I could kind of come along a little slower. Um, but then I felt like once I was there and I knew, and, you know, what I think it was like six games, Coach Sam was like, all right, you're no longer a freshman anymore. You can play six games. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. So after that, then it takes on a different mindset. So, um, you know, I think it's good. You know, you can build depth when you have good on good, ones on ones, twos on twos, and twos against ones with the competition open. Everybody, you know, there's no all words, second string. You know, we're just going to let the offenses run through us. Or No, they're trying to earn spots. So so everybody could and should get better just by that alone. And so, um, you know, and then obviously, you know, you know, this counting the fundamentals and everything, you know, the most, most important things, which is the little small details, fundamentals, you know, no penalties, you know, play, you know, situational football at a little bit higher rate, third down and, you know, red zone, go zone, whatever you want to call it. Don't give up any explosive, you know, all that stuff is, is the foundation of what you don't want to, you know, do to hurt yourself as a team. And then if you can get competition in there, then everybody's embracing it, and it's uh you know can turn around pretty quickly. Was there ever? And I know it's it's probably different from when you played because you know you guys were playing for national championships, so the intensity was always there. But it, was there ever a shift in intensity from spring ball to fall camp? Like the season is right around the corner. Oh yeah, I mean for sure. Um, but you know, there our springs were very competitive. Now yeah. granted, it's totally different. You yeah. Know, so. But at the end of the day, the the open competition in the roster spots are just the potential to because they're you know like on defense there's they had you know we had a lot of guys that played for years, so then the intensity should be there and the same with offense. So yeah you know yeah but it, as you get towards the season it, you know as you get closer to that first game you get you know a little bit more fights and stuff like that you know and stuff but um, yeah there is a shift because you're playing for keeps and, and you're keeping score. Um, but you know the intensity should always be higher. I th- I'm a firm believer you should you should you should practice like you you want to play. You know practice like it's a game. Um, I don't under I mean I don't you know I don't know, understand how you can go to practice and think you're gonna play a game like football or even like in your case like track. Like if you're work if you know if you have a big meet, you know say on a Saturday, mm-hmm. 
that anywhere in between like Monday through Thursday, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to go half speed in my starts. I'm just going to jog this jog one, this one yeah. out. You know, and so I just think that if, you know, if you go out in by no means is Nebraska or their players do that. What I'm saying is take the mindset that you would take into a game. Mm-hmm. Every play is important. Dropping a pick or missing a check or whatever it is, if you crank the intensity up and have the reward or the lack of reward based off of what you do or don't do, mm-hmm. replicating a game, then you're when you game comes, it's like second nature. So, and that's an individual choice, you know. And, I, and here's the thing: is where here's where people get lost in I don't know, translation or just whatever. They can't differentiate like a like a player that's a hard worker or that works hard. And there's a huge huge difference. If you ask the like, they don't know the difference, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody that works hard is because I can set up certain parameters and drills and it and and do things to make you work hard. Yeah, I can run you across the. The, the field I can make you do you know long drops I can make you know what I mean I can make you work hard but if you're a hard worker you not only do that but then you do it outside of it mm-hmm. and that's not it's in the classroom it's in the weight room it's in whatever you're doing outside of football it's just continued along the process of your hard worker everything that you do is essentially the same there's no oh well Rico does this like this and then like like that it's all kind of the continuity is there. And so I think that now they have a bunch of, uh, you know, hard workers. I mean, they work hard in practice. and don't. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I think they have a bunch of guys are hard workers. And so, um, you know, I think that's going to pay off for them. Shifting to – it was last week or two weeks ago we were talking about injuries and people rushing back. What is the, the thought process of, you know, if somebody gets injured in fall camp? It's not like a serious injury, but is there like a sense of, you know – I may have just lost my my spot. I may have just dropped further down this depth chart. Depends on depends. <laughs> hey, it depends on who you are, man. I mean, uh, you could be like Drew Bledsoe, and and Tom Brady comes <laughs> in and starts winning. Then the, the, then he's the goat, you know. Then you get jettisoned the Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, and then, you know. Then uh, you know, but making your own wine, right? Or you could be somebody. You know, if you're in somebody where it's like neck and neck, right? Mm-hmm. And both of you don't have any like true history of the you know being dependable and you get hurt you know your best ability is your availability but you know there's a difference between being injured and hurt too injured you can't play hurt you know within reason you need to find a way to practice or be productive um to push yourself through it because and granted, if you have a, you know, if you're hurt or you know say you got a bruised shoulder or something something like that where you know you need a couple days for it to calm down you got to ice it and you know physically you can't go out there and put full pads on and start you know taking on linemen you got you know bruised shoulder but you can do other things like during practice to continue along the process as well you know maybe you just do individual drills maybe you're only in there for pass plays maybe you're doing you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so there's things that you know you just don't shut yourself down because you you know got a little dinged up um and then also one thing that you know being you know i had to learn as a young player Mm -hmm. is having the ability to play when you're hurt now within reason yeah high ankle sprain yeah you're not injured now for the whole season you have a high ankle sprain it does take a while but i'm just talking about the little nick and knacks you know where you got to be able to answer the bell in practice because if you okay let's just say 
Oh, say I got a thigh bruise or, yeah. you know, say I, you know, twinge my shoulder, or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I take three days off, say that I have the same injury in the game, I don't even know how to even operate like that. I don't even know how to practice. I don't even know how to. Now you're trying to, you don't even know how to practice that way. Yeah. So you don't even know your limitations or what, how to kind of deviate through it. Mm-hmm. Now you're trying to play a game where everything's much faster and everything is counts. There, there is no, oh, okay, well, you know. I didn't feel the lane this way because I was, you know, didn't want to, you know, take the take the hit on or whatever, you know. So there's a unique art to it, and you know, you want to push the kids to do it, uh, but you want the kids to embrace it, and then you got, you know, you just got to trust each other that if you're the player and I'm the coach, and I say, hey, Rico, how you're feeling? You got to be able to tell me, and then we need to formulate a plan so we both are getting what we want. You continue to get better. You playing. But then also make sure I'm protecting you physically as well. So I mean, it's it's a so I'll be able to continue on the rest of the season and not make right because I don't want to push you in the beginning of two a days or fall camp or whatever they call it, and then next thing you know you're out for the first three games. That mm-hmm. falls on me. Yeah, because you know yeah practice is important, but the most important thing is I got to make sure. And and if you have to miss a couple of days or say like a week or whatever, then you you know then you're kind of going along till we're gonna make sure that we're kind of bringing you along to boom you're ready to play you know on. You know, whatever it is, August twenty sixth, fifth, not yeah. just keeping you pushing through it and making it worse. Or, or two bring, days on, two you practice for two days, it flares up, you're gone two days. Yeah, I'd rather kind of take you it along, back, right? And it flares back up, and then it's just one of those on again, off again injuries. Right. Let's deal with it right now. We we still have time, not a lot of time, but we can formulate a plan to get mm-hmm. you going. But you can't just you can't just tap out though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm a little hurt, so I'm I'm done for. A week. And then, no, because sometimes that happens, and then kids will show up and be like, oh, I want to play. Well, Rico then not only played, maybe Rico showed that he can play a little hurt. You know, mm-hmm. so then you lose your spot that way as well. I could see this being a time of angst for a lot of people who may have been injured earlier in spring ball or sometime during the summer, and now they're they're starting to come back or maybe they believe their injury is is mostly healed and they want to get back onto the field and maybe they have to stay sat out i can see this being a time of just wanting to get back out there and and, and practicing with your boys but next up gonna hit on everybody's favorite segment i got the shirt on i know jay foreman's excited for it what's up with that up next on old school you're listening to old school with dp and jay Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.